0: Ah, yes, the podcast. This is take number six. I did the other takes all in the other episode, the last episode, on accident. I don't know why. But this is Ludi Rudiani. As per usual, come visit me at my Twitch. It's twitch.tv backslash Ludi... No. What? I'm going to have to do a take 7? No. I refuse. Visit me at my Twitch. Twitch.tv Backslash Mr. Underscore Loody Underscore Once again, that's Twitch.tv Backslash Mr Underscore L-O-O-D-Y Underscore I refuse to do this a 7th time. The intro is the only part of the podcast I will do a another take on and that's because I'm just giving out general information and not just shooting the shit alright well I left enough dead air there let's uh, go ahead and start this oh, oh yes yes of course I had a boon of, of listeners pop in hopefully you guys uh, stick around If not, then, you know, I'll see you on the shores of hell. I'll be the one guiding the ships directly to you. Alright, let's move on. Yeah, you know, I'm not one of those crazy people that think the dreams have ultimate meaning or anything, but I have weird dreams occasionally. You know, there's dreams where I'm, like, doing, like, committing crimes or strangling somebody or stuff like that. But those those are not the dreams I'm talking about. The dreams that I'm talking about are more along the lines of I'm running uh, outside. And, okay, so this was a little backstory. This dream happened probably about seven or eight years ago and i remember that i was in a town that was kind of like the town that i live in it was an old town but all the houses were on elevated areas and so i was far away and i see these two giant monsters and and literally the giant monsters were godzilla and rodan and they were fighting each other and stuff. But I remember that I had to go save my family and um, all of my family lived in one one house. And so I went and but in order to get to the house I had to cross through certain other houses. I remember one house was filled with snakes and I used a cord to to jump. I remember I using a cord to jump from one table to a bed. And then out the window in order to get through the house. And then when I finally got to my family, there were these big pyramid-looking structures. And I ushered them in there along with a bunch of other people. There was like, that's where everybody was going to run away from the giant monsters that were fighting. Everybody, could, everybody gathering in these buildings because they thought they would be able to withstand the giant monsters beating the shit out of each other. Well, as I'm bringing everybody in, I'm at the door, I'm looking out, and I see the two monsters fighting, and I think to myself, that's a hell of a visual. Just these two monsters fighting in front of these pyramid-looking structures with the sun setting behind them. It was pretty cool, And, and sometimes, you know, you remember dreams that happen throughout your life, For a long time, sometimes dreams can blend in with reality. I feel you know, I think there's probably times in my life where I think I'm having a memory, but it's actually just a dream, or I'm not sure if it's a dream or if it's a memory. You know, you can never tell when a dream is like that close to reality. For, for example, here's one that I can tell you is 100% not reality. When I was a kid, I wanted to be a ninja. And so when I went to sleep, I remember I was playing uh, with wrestling toys. And my cousin was at the house, and I fell asleep on the floor, and he was playing a Nintendo game. And... I was dreaming about becoming a ninja. And in order to become a ninja, I had to pass the seven trials of Yojimbo. Right? It's kind of weird in my dream. Well, I don't remember what a lot of the trials were, but I do remember, shortly before waking up, that one of the trials was I had to cross the River Shu, And... On my side of the river, there was a bunch of professional wrestlers cheering me on. I specifically remember Ahmed Johnson was there cheering me on. That gives you a little bit of time frame because he was in the WWE at the time. And he was cheering me on, and I think Shawn Michaels was there. And there was a bunch of wrestlers. So, I... uh, I'm sitting there waiting, and then I see a giant Converse shoe coming fast down the river. And I said, uh-oh, here comes the shoe. So I jump on the shoe, and I jump across the river, and everybody's cheering. And then I run past the river to an area located near the Wal- my Walmart. Now, my Walmart at that time was located... And it was like a little dip. You, you would go down in elevation. And then you would, like a little dirt hill, basically. And that's what surrounded that side of the Walmart. But no Walmart was there. It was just a, a green field. I remember going down the hill and fighting a giant baby. And I remember spin kicking the giant baby in the face and waking up my cousin was like what the fuck were you dreaming about like what are you talking about i was dreaming yeah he goes because you in your sleep said "Uh oh here comes the shoe and i was like damn talk about dreams like i didn't even know i talked in my sleep at that time then there was another dream i remember where we were all on this big spaceship and it was my whole family we were on the spaceship and i remember looking out the window looking into space but then i realized that there's a snake that escaped and this snake we were all trying to find it because we had to kill it we have to kill the snake because snakes are venomous and they can you know bite you and kill you so we were all trying to find the snake to kill it before it killed one of us but i just remember the spaceship the whole spaceship had like carpet like you would find at a like a dentist office or something and then looking out the window you just see stars and everything was rounded in the spaceship so the doors were rounded the windows were rounded Our heads were rounded. And it was pretty crazy. I don't remember much else of that dream. Had another one where uh, my cousins and I. Now, there's a city park where I live that's just, I'd say, about 30 seconds from my house. Well, we went down there, my cousins and I. And instead of it being a city park, there was the the bleachers like our city park has. But it turned into a beach. And the beach had one table and a long line of people going to this one table. So I get to the table. And this guy is handing out watermelons. And I get the watermelon. And he gives me instructions. He says... You need to hold the watermelon above your head the whole time until you get to your home. If you drop the watermelon before you get to your home or put it down, bad shit is going to happen to you. And I said, okay. Well, it just so happened that one of my cousins dropped the watermelon. Sirens, like air raid sirens go off. Everybody starts running. We threw our watermelons down and we started running. We go running to the house. Now, these houses that we lived in were weird. They had like the half basement thing going on where there's a little window. And then the first floor... Above it. Like the regular living areas above it. And it kind of looked like. Like Rocco's Modern Life type of house. Except with the little basement. With the window you could see out of. So my cousins and I. We all split up. I'm looking out the window. I see the cops. Pull up to my cousin's house. Go inside. And then all I hear is him scream. And I'm like holy shit. They're beating the shit out of him then the cops come to my house now i scurry out that little window that's at the basement and a rolls royce pulls up and i get in and it's some little blonde chick i said who are you and she's like i'm your guardian angel and i woke up and i was like did i just really see my guardian angel who the shit was that? I'd like to know more. Well. I never found out anymore. But. I do think that. um, That was a weird ass dream. <laughs> That's for sure. You know. You always have these weird ass dreams. And then I have a lot of dreams where. I have to defend myself. And sometimes in defending myself things get a little carried away yeah and i'm sure this everybody has these dreams like i had a dream where i was it was a chair that i had that was able to fly through the air but i didn't really have control of it and this chair flew all the way to like a mountainous area and in this mountainous area was like a mansion And I remember kept looking at my watch saying there's a countdown and I need to stop the countdown. But I didn't know how. So I'm running around this big ass mansion and it turns out like again my family is there. And I run into somebody I don't know. And they're talking about this countdown. And the countdown just happened to like be up. So he gets in a vehicle and tries to run me over. Well, what I do... Is I get in front of something... But not too obvious that it's going to fuck his truck up. And I jump out of the way. He wrecks the truck. And then I pull him out of the truck... And beat his head in with a rock. And I remember beating his head in... And it just like, like imagine you got a sponge and it's full of, instead of water, it's full of uh, red grape juice, cranberry juice or something. Now imagine that, that sponge there on the table and you just smack it and all the, You know, you should never wander into the fucking wrong part of the hood. I'm going to give you an example of what happens to a motherfucker when they wander into the wrong part of the hood. And this hood that I'm talking about is uh, New Guinea. Now, this man, Michael Rockefeller... Born in 1938, he goes to New Guinea. Now, Michael Rockefeller is one of the children of the rich as fuck Rockefeller clan. These dudes are rich as shit. So, at age 23, his ass goes to the southwestern region of New Guinea. To uh collect artwork and stuff from the Azmat tribe. Now the Azmat tribe, now this is like okay, ladies and gentlemen, in the red corner we have Michael Clark Rockefeller. Uh, and then the other corner we have these motherfuckers named the Azmat people. Not the Azma people. The asthmat people, not the asthmatic. Well, I guess you could say that some of the shit they do is asthmatic, but it's not an asthmatic in the way of they can't breathe. It's asthmatic is in the way of their culture. They're the asthmat people. Look it, just shut the fuck up and let me do the talk. Brain, turn off. Just kidding. So, the Azmat people have been there and they are still there for a long ass time. As of 2004, the population of the Azmat people was 70,000. At this particular time, when Michael Rockefeller decides he wants to go mix it up with these gentlemen and ladies, They were known for their uh, cannibalism. You know? They were trying to convert the uh, Dutch people, were trying to convert the Azmats from what their beliefs were to, you know, of course, Christianity, because that's how it fucking goes. Everybody has to be Christian or else they got to die. So in any case, Michael just liked the fucking artwork and the people He found him interesting. He goes over there to get the artwork and he's got a guide with him. The guide is a guy named Wassing. So Michael and Wasson take off. With a couple of indigenous folks. And the river that they're on. Gets a little out of control. Capsizes their boat. As a matter of fact. Now. When I say this is an island. What you got to understand is that. The rivers. They all flow in and out. To the sea. To the ocean. So when the boat overturns, the boat floats out, begins to float out into the sea. The two indigenous folks said, fuck this. We're going to swim out, bro. Get you some help. You all stay here and they fucking take off. Michael and Wasing stay on the boat and they stay on the boat. For like 24 hours or some such shit. Floating out into the sea. Michael. Says fuck this. After a while he just goes stir crazy on the back of his boat. Which I don't blame him to be honest. But he looks at this asshole Wasing and says yo. I think I can make it. And that was the last words that Michael Rockefeller said because he tied two gas tanks or, you know, gas cans to him on either side to keep him afloat because they are now like 10 miles out and he begins swimming and he begins swimming and then he disappears into the distance, never to be seen. Or heard from again. Wasing. Stays with the boat. He gets picked up the next day. And he's like. What happened to Michael? The fuck if I know. I seen that bitch ass swimming out there. And he just disappeared. So. I think a month goes by. Or some such shit. Some time goes by. End of story. Some time goes by. They, they within the time, within a certain time frame, they say, oh, there's, there's a rescue effort trying to find Michael. Oh, we couldn't find Michael. Oh, he just disappeared. The waters, you know, they're full of sharks, which the sharks there haven't really been known to uh, attack people. So, eh. But there's also saltwater crocodiles. There's also, you know, snakes. There's, there's, you know, fucking chew swimming out there. Anything could have happened. But. According to the Asmad people, later on. Michael did make it to land. Now imagine that, you're swimming for ten fucking miles. You're going to be tired. Well, Michael's ass swam to shore or washed up ashore who knows you know those gas cans keep you afloat now when he left it was high tide so the tide could have carried him in but which is what he was counting on but he also could have passed out from exhaustion or whatever he gets to the shore what happens well according to their own rituals Well, first of all, he was stabbed and killed immediately. Hey, bro, you okay? But, according to the rituals, the first thing they do is cut his head off. So they just slice his head off. And then they'd slit him from the neck down his back. So does this assume that they cut the head above where the neck starts? Or the usual spot where the neck part, Or maybe in the middle of the neck. If you're an asthmat uh, individual and you're listening to this podcast somehow, let me know how it goes. Uh, not, not in person. Just shoot me an email at hecklemode at gmail dot com. I don't need to be uh, beheaded. In any case, then they would his guts. All his insides. Then his arms and legs would be also removed. And then his arms and legs would also be thrown into a fire while everybody chants. And the body parts, which would be You know, of course, super well done and crispy would be passed around for everybody to taste. Mm. Now, I can speculate how human flesh would taste. But here's here's something that you can do at home to test how human flesh tastes, okay? Get ready for this. What you do is you take your forearm and you get a potato peeler. And you peel part of your forearm and throw it in an air fryer and then taste it. You, might, you could add some uh, you know, seasoning. It's kind of like how you do a pork rind, right? But in any case, they didn't do that. They just threw his body in the fire. His blood, which they saved, would be smeared all over their bodies. And once the head was fully cooked, they would scalp it, remove the brain, and eat it. If it's one thing I know, is that you do not eat a human brain. Because then you get Kuru disease. And another question is, they're cooking the head with the hair on it. Scalp that bitch first. What the fuck is wrong with you? Don't you know your cooking etiquette? You you get the hair off of it and then you cook it. Because you're going to cook it with like, you know, carrots. I don't know what kind of ingredients they have over there in New Guinea. But if it was me, for instance. You're throwing some carrots in there. You're throwing some potatoes in there. Onions, of course. Garlic. It's going to taste real good. Put some salt and pepper but then you take the brain out and you eat it. Everything that wouldn't be eaten. Would be saved. And this is of course what I'm talking about. It's like the bones. For instance. <laughs> I mean you can chew on a bone all day long. But that doesn't mean you're going to be able to eat it. So instead what they would do. Is they would make uh, weapons. They would uh, also. You know with little. Figurines and what have you. So. The Azmat at one point was saying. Or at least. It was reported. That they were saying. That yeah we did this. We folded his bitch ass. We ate him. And he was alright. But why? Why would you do that? Well, I guess four years earlier, the Dutch had killed some of the Azmat leaders. And in the Azmat, you know, there's no justice system over there. So, it's a lot of tit-for-tat type shit. Oh, you hit me with a rock? Now nah, I hit you with a rock. Oh, you kill my people? Well, i kill your people. But when questioned about it, they were like, nah, I don't know none of that shit. Could it have happened? Yeah, it could have. I'm not saying it did. But prior to this, they were given the location of his head. Oh, yeah, it's in the fucking house over there it's on, t- on 631 Elm Street, you know. This is why I tell you, you don't wander into the wrong part of the hood. 'Cause you never know what you're gonna get, right? And if you do, you keep a low profile. Now, Wasing kept a low profile. His ass was on the back of that sh- that boat, that turned-over boat, just waiting. He was like, "Fuck that! Them cannibals are eat the shit out of me." And he was right. But instead, they got their fill with Michael Rockefeller. Holy smokes, are you in for a treat? Because if you have not heard about Chris Chan, well, prepare your butts because you're about to get penetrated by some really dark information. I'm going to keep this very uh, simple, okay? Chris Chan is a transgendered, uh, lesbian, who was a male, went to female, transgender, lesbian, who is autistic, <clears throat> and raped their mom, Barbara. And that's the gist of it. I mean, <clears throat> to just leave it at that, though, is really criminal because the history, or Christory, as it's been called, is so... Deep into this character, that there is a 59 episode documentary called The Comprehensive uh, History of Chris Chan, each about an hour long or close to, uh, made by Gino Samuel 2.1 on YouTube. All you got to do really is just type in Chris Chan, one of those videos will be there. So I suggest you do some research. Go find out exactly everything you want about Chris Chan. Or not. But today is a momentous day because I found out that Chris Chan has been sending letters from jail to people. So we're going to read this latest one, ignoring the first set where, again, there's a lot that you'll need to catch up on. Chris Chan is now... Calling, themselves, calling herself Jesus. That's saying that prayers for the last 40 years have not been going to Jesus. But, in fact, have been going to Chris Chan. Because Chris Chan is Jesus. And the Messiah. <clears throat> and the God of all Bibles or something. But, yeah. Chris Chan is dogged on other religions. Um... I mean, Chris Chan is a homophobe. Still is a homophobe. Uh, we thought that might change. I didn't think it would. But some people thought it would. <clears throat> but is a homophobe, a racist, uh, a rapist. I mean, that's, that's a, not the least of the crimes there. But without further ado, let's just go ahead and read this stupid letter. Because trying to explain to somebody what chris chan is 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 hard without having an hour-long conversation i don't want that to become what this podcast is about but if i see a letter i'm gonna read it and i'm gonna read i might as well put it on a podcast so let's go dear blank oh this letter was sent october 25th 2021 Thank you for the kindness and respect in your letter. Yours outside of my attorney and Barbara is the first letter I had received from a follower who lives in Virginia, already assuming. Now, here's one thing. Barbara is Chris Chan's mom. Chris Chan raped their mom. You follow me here? What was just said was that Barbara sent a letter to Chris. Whether that's true or not, I do not know. But it's what's stated here in this this letter. Well, overall, in short, the staff treat me well enough. And if I get hooked up on words or I have to go back or something, it's because I'm having a hard time reading this on my phone. So, at start... The genuine positive vibrations and spiritual energy really sold this place well, meaning jail. Then I experienced the attitudes and bad habits from some of the real jerk-ops and really noisy neighbors after my body was relocated from medical to booking. But the food is mostly good, the commissary has good items on offer, and I've enjoyed the rec room a few times. This facility is a two out of five stars. <laughs> now, I don't know how many jails Chris Chan's been to. I know a few. I think Chris has been arrested a, couple, a few times, but I don't think really held as long as what's about to be. A long sentence for for them but at least it'll be at a two out of five star facility I've hardly made friends here but more like kind allies with the most positive with the more positive staff and I continued I have continued to work in my goddess responsibilities and duties out of my body now Christine Considers When I say Christine, Chris Chan is now, like I said, transgendered, calls herself Christine. So Christine is a separate entity from Christine's body. What we see physically is Christine's body. Christine, we do not see because Christine is actual God according to Chris Chan. And also Jesus Christ and Sonichu. I am the full, or okay, so for a better explanation, this next part of the letter hopefully will give it to you. <laughs> I am the full reincarnation of Jesus Christ, complete with all of the memories from year zero to physical ascension to heaven. Changed my appearance and walked the earth more in my immortal life, living many different books of identities. And lives up until or up till 1389 when the universe was divided, and I was fully transported forward and backward throughout time, space, and dimensions to fly through the chaotic rainbow's apex in 2003 and then be reborn on February 24th, 1982. Then there's an arrow going to the next page. Okay, so there you go. All that, whatever that was. So the second page. Firstly, I do not look upon the terms troll as a negative as there are good trolls slash people and bad trolls slash people and all have an innate want to patrol and observe slash comments on others regardless. The ones that are wicked are the haters, fakers, and the darkest of demonics and sinners who are toxic to the majority. A lot of what happened is happening right now with and all around you and is to happen are covered between the last couple of books in the Old Testament of any Bible. As well as how I had described the Dimension Merge in early 2018. Throughout the whole picturesque event Although is it, yeah, although the whole picturesque event is popularly referred to as the day of judgment, this is actually comprised of the dimension merge, the recombining of the divided universe, which has been completed, so we've been completed the collective shift uh, in parentheses relocating the majority to the recombined earth of universe one c 1C- 211987 from this 1218 earth here uh, in parentheses that is in more spiritual progress and happening now and my second coming where i shall descend at my temple and fully physically relocate the majority of our recombined earth Uh, with Sonichu Temple, as well as the other select buildings, artifacts, statues, etc., leaving behind the toxic minority on the failing 1218 Earth to burn. So, you know, this Earth that we're living in is 1218. It's going to burn, so I hope you guys got your aloe ready, because it's coming, according to Chris Chan. Unless, you, unless you're unless you not a troll, which I guess most of the world wouldn't be trolls of Chris Chan because I don't think a lot of people are trolling, but on the second hand, there's enough to be noticeable, I suppose. Blank. Thou art among the neutral good and shall transcend with everyone, so thou hath nothing to fear. Especially as thou continues to be as good as thou hast done so. So there you go. That's him in God language. Talking God stuff. Thou hast this, that thou. I think that that's pretty hilarious, to be honest. Because I, I don't know. I think God these days would just be like, yo, Bill. Eat shit and die. Boom! Hit him with lightning. I don't. I don't think God's still using that kind of language. Thou hath this, that, the other. Go forth in peace and clarity by by, Okay. Go forth in peace and clarity by my power, glory, and authority as God. Blank. Be safe and well. Get ready. Mrs. Jesus, Christina, Weston, Chandler, Sonichu, the goddess, Blue Heart, and Lord, Savior, Messiah, and God of all. That's what we're dealing with, folks. And you're telling me that's going to go back out on the street? <laughs> you ought to be shitting me. There's no way that's going back out on the street. Never will happen. That's going into a psychiatric ward. And if, and if, it, hey, I mean, I could be wrong, but I doubt it's going to happen in the next few years. There's going to be a lot of therapy going on there, hopefully. But we'll see. If another letter comes out, you bet your fucking ass I'm going to read it. So, without further ado, Let's go to the next segment. Anyways. So like. In Casa Grande. There's. A mountain range. Okay. Let's just call them. The Casa Grande Mountains. And. In these mountains there. When. The sun is starting to set there's been reports of a black mist that forms at the base of the mountain. Now, check this shit out. People have reported that the black mist has chased them, followed them, hunted them down, and then when it caught them, it made the... uh, well what basically what it did was it gave the people a really bad feeling. And they they say that the mist seems to have a mind of its own. I'm I'm skeptical. I'm skeptical. I'm telling you that right now. But I want to find out if this shit is true. Now there's there's theories on what the mist is and the first theory is that is the spirits of ancient native americans okay so let me fart at this one i don't think that the black mist is a culmination of spirits I just don't see it, but I mean it could be. But I doubt it. The other theory is, and get ready for this: there is a firing range, not too far away from the Casagrande Mountains, and those people at the firing range—I guess there's so many of them shooting their guns that the blast the black mist forms and then hunts people down at sundown do i believe that shit no wouldn't the black mist be there uh, throughout the day or at least half the day it doesn't make sense that it only be as the sun is setting but if people are breathing in this mist it might have some sort of chemical properties that cause people to freak and flip out. They're like, I'm going to die. But I got to find out what this black mist is. So if you want to fund my trip to the Casa Grande Mountains, it'll take roughly, let's say, about $4,000 for me to get there. And then another $4,000 for me to stay a night and then one more $4,000 so that I could eat and then another $4,000 I could spend on uh, amenities Uh, amenities like uh, silverware you know basic basic camping stuff right anyways uh, yeah just send all the all that money to me And I'll be staying over at the Casa Grande for your enjoyment. And we'll see what the fuck this Black Miss shit's all about. How do I turn this off? Alright, now seems like a good time to say, fuck you guys, I'm out of here. I'll see you ball bags on the other side. Don't die.